whistleblowing. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well then. This is At The Nexus, episode 93, a weird, unholy merger, on Friday, September 13th, 2013, and now, straight from the horse's book. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petra. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Really well, actually. Uh, how about you? I'm doing fine. Wow, that's pretty good. I just had a bunch of chocolate. Uh, chocolate is the greatest. Did, did you? Yep. All? All of them. Five bars? I think we only had five. I thought you brought down six. I don't need to deploy three here and three there. I no, thought. I only took two. <laughs> now, you're hurting me more and more because I know I had there were three right here. Yes, I gave you three. I only took two originally, and then you gave two ah, back. Ah, okay. For a total uh, of yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, I get that. With the 20% resistance in chocolate. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted some sugar. I, I needed some. I needed to uh, come back to life. Yeah, um, but a uh, big week out here. Yeah, you know it's 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 been a big week. Um, not for the reasons you think of. Uh, you know, there was this big Apple event, and you know was, that's a pretty big event, right? Yeah. And normally you think that an Apple event or any kind of you know weekly event uh, would swamp the week with tech news and just make everybody go away. Not this week. Yeah, I mean, I just thought because like last week was a big Google week that Google would be quiet this week and not do anything. Like uh, they did Microsoft less wouldn't do anything this week. They did less things. Well, no, you know, Microsoft didn't buy anyone and they didn't fire anyone. So I guess it was a quiet week technically. But in that week, Bulmer did come a week away from being fired again. Like it's getting closer. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think we got quite a bit to talk about today. Yeah, you know, and and you know, uh, if, even if we don't, if you want more, you can listen to the greatest special offer with Brian Mitchell. Yeah, where they talk about all things Apple. Yeah, you know, that all, those, all those things. We actually have some updates about that show, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But for now, how was your week? My week was uh, pretty good. Um, Work a lot? I got a few days. What? What's up? I, I just launched Siri by mistake. Oops. I don't think you have Siri. Yes. Yeah, but um, no, it was a pretty good week. So I was shopping at Target yesterday, getting some bratwursts and stuff. And just as we're coming into the store, you're talking to me, and I told you to, ah, quiet, shut up. And I'm like, what, why? Like, look at that man. And you're like, what man? Like, the one with glass on. And you're like, oh, my goodness, he has, I didn't see it, because the guy started walking away. So we chased him down the entire store until Ryan got a good look at his face and saw so, he did indeed have glass so on. So it was really funny, the way we did it. So at Target, there are aisles of goods, and so they went by the... Halloween aisle, the the big back end of the store, and so we darted diagonally then into um like house goods, so like light bulbs and you know like that kind of thing, and then we waited in an aisle that we knew they would pass by, and you could see the little screen and the little thing, little thing coming. We saw glass. Oh yeah, we saw glass. We saw glass. That's my first time seeing glass. In so so we would have talked to the guy. However, he was wearing this extraordinarily verbose shirt um plaid plaid right verbose blue and white plaid. i can't say verbose correctly it's like pulp culture uh, i, I did it wrong again yeah well but no that that made my week and there was also some lady with him and so we didn't know what was going on there yeah i, I don't know maybe sister or something i don't know uh, i i hope not um you never know i, d- I don't know but it was really cool to see glass now i i asked the you... silver one like the yeah yeah, some of the not, Google not. guys had like the bright orange and the blue ones. Well, of and... course, that's that that's what they do at Google. Now, I also asked at the time, what do you think he was using glass for at a Target? Well, every, we kept on hearing this Android Ba-bing. phone because we were we we're stalking him an aisle over, not seeing him, and we just keep on hearing all these Android beings. And then all of a sudden, he's like not doing anything with his glass, but it was very phone intensive. So we trip. always would hear that noise like over and over again, but it was actually very loud even in an aisle away so yeah well i, I didn't see his phone i couldn't tell Do you, think it was I, you, you know I, I didn't see the phone at all either i do i, I saw him reach for it so i'm taking it out couldn't tell what it was yeah me neither i mean he wasn't wearing it no no he was not wearing his phone yeah shame but what about you what are you up to this week oh uh, you know this week uh i was in class the full week so last week i only had four days because last week monday was memorial day or labor day or someday oh. It appears uh, your cat came back, so I'm going to scare it off. No, do not scare the cat right now. Scare it later. No, no, don't do it. I lost my horn. Good. 
Um, so this week, I was in class all week, but what I did outside of class was actually fun. I played Ingress a lot. Oh, you did? Now, I don't know if I got up to level 2 and then 4 this week, or if I got to level 2 last week or not. I don't know how, what the leveling pattern there was. But what are you in now? I'm level 4.5, more or less. That's pretty good. Like, maybe if you're being specific, I'm level 7 sixteenths or something, but can we just go with a half? It's easier. He's four bubbles past four. So he's at level four, and then he's four bubble bubbles past it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a unit of measurement, because there's eight bubbles in a bobble. Now, you're complaining earlier, because you said that that's... It's unacceptable. It's not a real measurement. I, I prefer using numbers. Uh, I'm at 115 of 150, so... Okay. Not much left to go. Well, you just said that, like you're not going to say thousand. No, it's over. I'm just truncating those numbers now. Okay, got too hard. Yeah. You get one point for hacking a portal. No, I get a hundred. Okay, but I thought you were trunking those. No, Either no, way. those are too low to truncate. Like it's self-determinist. Like, mm-hmm. That sounds not like science. Oh, you know. Yeah. yeah. But um. So, so uh, you know, you're going on a trip, aren't you? Yeah, I'm. Uh, spent this last few days getting ready. So uh, I thought um, you were going to spend. I spent these last monies. Or something like spent this these last oh. few monies. So, um, getting ready for this trip, I've uh, spent quite a few dollars. You're talking about your hunting trip, right? Yes, my hunting trip. Because um, tomorrow is season opener for deer hunting by archery, mm-hmm. and tomorrow I have work. And um, so, you know how being a college outfitter and moving the store and every other all the other things, there's been oogles of work for me, Correct. except for the few. Like there was an in between rush and that. Like they gave me like twenty hours, and I'm like, oh, that's like a hobby. Well, next week is the end of rush, and they have assigned me ten hours. So I figure. Ten hours. Ten hours. But the, so I get work Saturday, um, which is part of this week, and then Monday and Friday. And so you know what that means? No. I got the middle of the week go, uh, um, off, so I'm going to go kill some things. I'm going to go uh, start eating my own steak. Well, you know what you should do? Since you're going to be gone some of this week, you should drop off your iPad before Wednesday so I can uh, upgrade it to iOS 7. Well, what day is that? Wednesday. Uh, this Wednesday? Correct. I'll be gone. I know. Drop it off before Wednesday. I feel like when I come back, it won't be my iPad anymore. It'll be your iPad, but just in different colors. I will, um... I'm going to wipe it first, though. Might as well. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. That way you can hook it up with your, uh... Because you bought more apps. No, I don't think so. You bought iPad apps. I didn't. You're not the same? No. Because then we won't have GarageBand. Yeah, we'll see if GarageBand looks better. It shouldn't. No, no, it looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I will uh, totally do that. You should send me an email reminding me um, Tuesday. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you should set up a schedule. You know, I don't get uh, those um, series Calendars. of ca- events, like, yeah, you know, every Friday, they, like, Hate Prick, it, Time it, for a Show. No, yeah. that that, that was always broken, but I, thought, I hope someday it will be fixed. I could fix it. I could write a Python script using the Amazon um, Cloud SMS service. Mm-hmm. But you know how much work that is? Not much. But I just don't want to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no. Um, so Tuesday through Thursday, I'm going to be hopefully finding deer in a deer stand. Yes, but I'm not actually planning on doing that much hunting. So this is the fall season. So my grandpa's got a lot of work to do before um, winter sets in. Mm-hmm. So and he's getting a little old now. So what 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 things have you purchased today for your deer trip? Today and only today, I just blew about forty dollars on arrows and blew a lot of other things. Yeah, gas. About a quarter of a tank of gas, which is uh, I don't know, fifteen bucks. I I had, as you noticed in the earlier part of the show, <laughs> I got a deer call. Uh, did, it's did, the did, buck roar from Primos. Now, do do deer really sound like that? I've okay. Like I've never seen a deer like and like I mean make I've noise seen before. Deer hundreds of times, and I've seen so many deer. I have never heard of any of them do anything. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Cause I've never heard one. I've never heard one either. Um, so last week I never said it. I, I haven't said it on air because I was at Dick's Sporting Goods Monday because um, my stand went $20 off, so I went to go get it. So this week I got $20 back, then spent $30 on um, scent-killing products made in Minnesota. And also um, I bought a vial of buck um, urine, doe urine, and doe estrus, which is a word, turns it out. It is a word. It's on Wikipedia page. Even I was proven wrong about a word. Yep. I got four pounds of salt in the form of one block. What is this, What is this strange black dot? Uh, expiration date. 
Oh, okay. Like, uh, they, they did the packaging. Things. In case the deer doesn't want to need an old block? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, or serial number or some something that was printed off. I wrong. see. Well, then. And I also spent another $3, or that was like $6 for that. Um, sent stuff was 35 I spent $3 on this little cardboard piece of paper that had a deer on it, and I'm going to go shoot it. It's a really cool piece of cardboard, so it's shaped like a deer, uh, more or less, and, and it has um, some organ outlines traced on yeah, it. Yeah, so it's got um, a big line for the shoulder, and then because that gives you perspective, like right behind right. the shoulder of the deer is where the, the lungs are, and mm-hmm. that's the... You hit it in the lungs because you can't find the heart. It's like the lungs are huge. Yeah, right behind the shoulders, you want to shoot an arrow. And presumably, once it stops breathing, it won't run much. So I got these uh, new Expandable Grim Reaper broadhead arrows, and they have a two-inch cutting diameter. Um, so I mean, that's two-inch circle going through somebody's lungs. It's going to backfill with. When you say blood. somebody, you mean something. Something in the form of a deer, not yeah. human. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, um... Well, I think yeah. you're also wearing an, an additional item. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, none of you have seen me, because this is a podcast. What are you I'm talking a, about? I'm a fat guy. You're a um, famous podcaster. Everybody's seen you. Yeah. So, point is, I need not little Czech people surplus, and I guess German people are also tend to be thinner. Um, I fit into this British coat, but it was British and $40, so I wasn't going to get it, because I didn't want to be a twat. Um, but... I had to go talk to some people until I f- finally found somebody who would give me a uh, 3XL sweatshirt and camouflage. I, I didn't get any pants. So, so, but literally, you walked up to this, um, you know, uh, Fleet Farm employee and, and asked... And had it in their hands. Hey, do you guys have any, um, you know... 3XL. 3XL, sh- um, you know, hunting camouflage uh, coats? And, yeah. and she says, oh, like this one? And she literally hoists it up from her hand and there it is and i said yes you're amazing and i took it and i wore it you said it twice it was very amazing (laughs) i've never seen that just happen so that that's level of service you need to get to at your bookstore yeah i mean uh, we we saw amazing service there we also saw horrendous service there yeah you know the extremes yeah i mean so i know i'm happy i spent a lot of money and uh with these 10 hour a week job thing that i have now there's not room for much more of it. I understand. Well, maybe I'll have to get more hours. You know, I'm going to start working soon, actually. Uh, my classes for SPPS Community Education resume on the uh, September 20th, yeah. 28th, maybe? Nice. Not sure. Um, but yeah, pretty soon, actually. Yeah, But if my trip is fruitful, I will come home with lots and lots and lots and lots of meat. But will it be any good? So what makes you think that? Uh, I don't eat deer. I don't know. So, I've been uh, reading a bunch of things, and I'm going to go get some cow product. Like, I'm going to get some ground beef, because you can send beef that's already been ground through the grinder again, mm-hmm. and it doesn't it change. Like, it just yeah, it it comes matter. out the same. Yeah. And so, I'm going to do a 50%. Oh, you mix it? Like, so, I'm going to have the ground beef, and then I'm going to... Because you can't just eat the straight deer meat ground up. Like, you're supposed to add fat and other things yeah. to it when you grind it. Mm-hmm. And rather than doing that, I'm thinking, what if I just, you know... Like, you know how sometimes when you're trying to make your money go further you put some water in your milk like you drink half the gallon of milk and then you fill it up with water and the other half tastes like crap do you ever do this ah my dad did that growing up and he's like shut up or i'll make you drink watery milk i'm like no it tastes like crap he's like i know it does i'll behave like yes daddy but um so i'm gonna try like some uh ground beef mixed in with the uh uh the deer and I hear Sam's going to come for this. Oh, is he? Well, steaks. I want to tell him we have steaks. Yeah, he's gonna come there we bicycling. go. That's excellent. Yeah. Come bicycling, huh? Well, how else can he walk around? Walking. Oh, wait, no, no, yeah. no. He's got a bicycle. You're right. And he's got to take some weird route home too. Oh, that just makes my mind. <laughs> yeah. Turn to no, mush. I'm a, I'm excited for this. Well, uh, I'm trip. I'm excited for you too. I hope you can come back. Maybe. Yeah, and so I mean, if you don't come back, everything I'll just keep is the iPad. reusable. Like so. <laughs> Next year's hunt shouldn't be as costly. I'm sure it'll cost more, actually. How? You're involved. I have the stand. I haven't dropped yeah, that I, many I, trees I, on I, it. I know, but next year you're going to say, oh, well, this stand works so well, I think I'll get a 500-foot one or some crap like that. And then it's like, oh, this bow works so well, I think I'll get a 20-foot one. And I'm like, so, oh. So, so I was thinking about getting like, a really nice bow. Told you so. Told you so. But that that's years to come. Hopefully I'll be more broke. Yep. Hey, you know, speaking of broke, the lightning is not broke at all. Let's let's go get get going on that <laughs> let's lightning. Get, let's get going. Too yeah. long broke. You know, uh, I think we have to break form here. 
and, and and explain something about the lightning. There's no more BlackBerry news. Do you know why? There is no more BlackBerry? There basically isn't more, any more BlackBerry. This week there was a rumor that BlackBerry was just going to get dissolved into its discrete parts, like, you know, hardware and software and services. And they're advertising. And their advertising division, which is probably going to be for negative one dollar. So if you buy it, they'll <laughs> give you money. Sorry. What in the bloody Sorry. world is that? Salt, salt block. I just okay, okay. Dear audience, oh. can you sneeze from salt? Research this for me, please. I did, and yes, first-hand <laughs> account. <laughs> Not acceptable. <gasps> so instead of BlackBerry, we have to you we have to tell you about the news from the other big conglomerate from the old days. Microsoft. Yeah, from the old days, they're modern. They give everybody what they want. What are you talking about that modern OS for? It's so modern. That modern UI, you know. Well, Microsoft wants to utilize its entertainment IP. Do you know what entertainment IP I'm talking about? I've never heard of it, actually, yeah, until this yeah. day. Yeah, you're pretty, pretty sure you've heard of this. It's really? called Halo. Have you ever heard of Halo? Oh, I think I've heard of them. It's one of their entertainment IPs. And have you ever heard of someone called Cortana? Kind of a famous character in this Halo yeah, she's thing. So cute. Okay. Well, Microsoft, in their ingenious naming scheme, is calling a premier feature of Windows Phone 8.1, that is, you know, the successor to 8.0, uh, they're calling it Cortana. Does it sound like her? Now, so we don't, we've never, we haven't seen a demo. We just know that it's codenamed and basically what it does. It will be bringing together search and. Um, voice activated features, so you could ask your phone to go bing something. Yeah, well, all I know is uh, if, if we were playing Ingress and it was like Cortana saying eight hundred meters northwest, I would have, I would never put the phone down. So I don't know how she sounds anymore. I, I'd have to go uh, listen. See, I never played Halo Four yet. It hasn't become a platinum hit. Probably not for a while. No, it's actually going to come soon. Okay, because uh, yeah, and then I have to find my Xbox again. Where is that? Well, I have a laptop bag in oh, my okay. garage. Okay. Might want to get that inside before it rains. I don't know. Winter comes and winter goes. <laughs> Either way. <clears throat> so Microsoft has a new scheme for you to buy a Surface tablet. And it brings in the... I'm sorry. My eyes just died. Ow. Um, so do you know the iPad 2? Yes. Well, you can get at least $200 off your Surface, and that makes the iPad 2 look super expensive. So, reading a sentence is really difficult. I understand. There is an issue. Don't worry about it. I'll take over. Sorry. So, if you have some strange need to buy a Surface tablet, which is insane because we know that there's new ones coming out any day now, you can bring at least an iPad 2. So, you can't bring an iPad 1, but you can bring a 2, 3, or 4. And you'll get at least $200 off your brand new Surface. So you only have to bring your iPad into a Microsoft store in the United States of America and or Canada. And you can receive $200 at least off your new Surface. Now, do you get to keep the iPad? No. You have to hand it to them? Yes, you do have to give them And they're going to refurbish it and sell it for more? You know, in all likelihood, that is exactly what will happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually really funny. They're not going to shred them. No, no, no way. I, I doubt it. You know, Obama might make a new bed out of them. Got to use the thick the ones towards the bottom. <gasps> the I bet that's right. Um, so I also have a new story for you, and, and you know this has been going on for a year. You know what this is? This is Dell. Remember Dell? I've heard of them. You met Dell, right? Wait, no, I never did. Okay, I think I met Dell. You did. I said hi to him. He said Bleh. like a goat. He's very weird. Yeah. No, no. Put that goat making device away. Not really. Well, Dell has finally made his own company called Dell go private. This week, shareholders approved a $25 billion deal. $25 billion, Does that sound like a lot to you? Not too bad, because Microsoft gave him 20 uh, to, You're right. That's funny. They, they had to go they, find five. They, I think that might be a separate deal. I, I, like That might be separate. It was for the intent of them going private and I, not sucking. I, I know, but this, is, this, this appears to be only within the um, range of the shareholders, so... Hmm. Um, we'll see. So now, Michael Dell and Silver Lake Partners will own Dell exclusively, so no more shareholders. And the company can stop focusing on this buyout business and instead of focusing on making something halfway decent. Which means they might actually make a product once in a while now that doesn't suck. Um, so we, the deal hasn't gone through yet, but it's been approved by the shareholders. So we'll see how many weeks it takes for it to get to actually implemented. Yeah. Hopefully it's sooner rather than later. Now, there was also a stipulation that in Q4, which is presumably before the end of the year, that the existing shareholder 
that that are there before like you know like between now and then they get an extra bonus of money too so it's not only is this that the shareholders get the 25 billion they also get some extra money in q4 for some reason just part of the deal it's a really weird deal well that's probably good. If, if you're desperate you can read the details but honestly it's dell yeah 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 so i got some great news for you um something so- great you know how you always wanted a Chromebook? We're like, no, it's too old. It's, it's a crappy processor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what kind of processors I got? It's something crap. I think it was a Celeron, right? Yeah, like old, power-hungry, and a mongrel. Actually, I have no idea. Yeah, well, all you need to know is that the word Hasweld brings ha- with ha- it. Hasweld. Hasweld. No. There's a D. There's a no, D there, the there's no D. There's a D at the end of Hamlin. There's a D at the end of everything. Okay. Um, either way, um, so you know how well has been claiming all sorts of crap and all sorts of other things, how it can, on laptops and mobile devices, 50% saved and everything you know, else. You they, know, yes, I do know that. Um, so doesn't that sound like a great candidate to shove into a Chromebook? I think it does, and so does Google, and so does a million manufacturers, uh, including HP, Asus, and Toshiba. Okay, so that's new. I don't think some of those have made. I don't Toshiba. Do they have they ever made a uh, Toshiba? Chromebook? I don't think has ever. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. And I don't remember an HP one. From no, no, there is an HP the, Chromebook. The, the um, word's original. It was just no, but that uh, was, Samsung and the other one. well, but we didn't mention Samsung. There, there is no Samsung model coming out. You know, there is no Samsung model, and that's really odd, isn't it? Um, as you might have heard, Sam, the Samsung model right here, this this one right yeah. here, um, it is the best selling computer on amazon and and probably elsewhere too so i think it's really interesting that the company that had the best success with their chromebooks aren't launching here uh with um the rest of the product line yeah Yeah. um now if, if you're so bored and inclined to you should actually look at the link i put there for that the Chromebooks themselves actually look really great. Uh, and, of course, there's no picture in this article because that would just be too easy. Um, well, if you look at the HP model, at least, it looks really great. Yeah, um, I, I saw them on Hot Hardware. Yeah, so um, I think they were going to, at least the HP ones, will come in three colors, white, black, and orange, mm-hmm. I think. And they look astounding. Um, and I was reading about the HP one. I believe it was the HP one anyway. And so if you pay a little bit more, I'm not sure what the price is. The, they just said this is what they were going to do. Um, they would give you a T-Mobile SIM. And for two years, you could get 200 megs a month. A month. For free? Yeah. Hmm. But it's probably going to be like $399. Uh, for the whole laptop? Yeah, or... for the laptop. That's not too bad. No. And I, and 200 megs uh, for two years, even if it's just one year, and even if I'm making it. That gets your email and your docs. And that gets your email and your docs. That's What what else do you need? Like, more than often, you're going to be in, in Wi-Fi if you're buying a Chromebook anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that'd be a great deal. And if they continue the deal with the expanded drive, like, you know, like an extra 100 or an extra 50 gigs in drive... Um, these Chromebooks will sell great. I'm I just, I'm, will. I'm really glad they're getting, they'll try phasing out the Samsung Chromebook because its hardware is so lackluster. Yeah, and so from everything we've looked at, there's nothing that's going to compete with the Pixel. No, but is that a problem? It just makes the Pixel like even more ridiculous now. Like they're not, they're, so they made it, and I was just thinking, well, so they have to make one of the that class, and then they're going to make a few more of that class, like a little cheaper, but still trying to be awesome. Yeah. Like uh, i7 has well magic. I, I don't think you should be putting an i7. I mean, even even the Pixel only has an i5 as far as I know. Well, they have to beat the Pixel. I don't think anybody needs to beat the Pixel. I don't... I don't the Do you know point. anyone who's ever even thought about getting one? Not personally, no. Yeah. I've never even seen one. Like, it's just there's no point. It's too, too expensive and does too little. Although, I do know a guy who likes it. His name is Torvald. Oh, he can buy one every other week. Yeah, I know he could. But he likes it. He put uh, Mint on it or something. I don't know what he put on it. He's been favoring OpenSUSE last I heard, but he might be minting. He tries them all. Yeah, I know. Complains about them all equally. Uh, he, he he did that. Yeah, he was complaining about drivers, and I thought that was funny. Well, like, he could just write go write them. It takes a while. I know. Uh, he's and... got better things to do. He had to do three point one one. Well, Intel. What about him? Do you have you ever heard of this Bay Trail thing? So, uh, no. Bay Trail is the successor to the Atom line. Have you ever heard of the Atom line? Mm, no, I haven't. So uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard of the Atom line. I think you had an Atom processor in your joke netbook. Atom. I thought you said Atom. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to America, where the word is pronounced the same. Turns out. Turns out. So Baytrail is the new one, Mm -hmm. and they're calling it the Z3000 chip for tablets and hybrids. 
And so it will be featuring 2x CPU and 3x GPU performance based on the 22 nanometer silver mount architecture. So this is the first architecture change since Atom came out three or four years ago. And this is a really big deal. Um, um, 22 nanometers, much smaller than what they were launching at. I'm not sure what that is anymore, but it's a significant jump. Um, now, there's a bunch of models. Most of them are dual core, but there are some quad core models, and they're obviously better and faster. Um, no. And they're saying that the battery life ratings will generally be around 10 hours with active use. And we don't know what their definition of active use is, but that's what they say. Yeah, do you think people will ever get one? Because everyone knows right now um, that when you get uh, Atom, it's going to suck. Now, I don't know if everybody knows that. Like Everyone even, knows that. Like, even you bought an Atom product. I love the keyboard, and I needed it for gas. Oh, my mistake. Gas is not the same thing as gas. My mistake. I was compiling assembly, and that was it. I understand. Like, that's that's what I needed. C and assembly. GCC and gas. Those yeah, are the right, least. Right, right. I, I could do anything with yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 so one of the things they wrote about here is in, in their initial testing. So, you know, games, have you ever heard of games? Oh, a few times. So there was a game they were playing. I'm not sure. It was some kind of, um, like it was some game. I don't know what it was, but it was also available for Android on Tegra 4. And so they were playing the game and they were getting like 48 frames per second. But mm-hmm. then with the new Bay Trail processor and it was a, du- a quad core. So I guess that would make some difference, but they were getting 140 with the Bay Trail. Same game. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so one of the new things about Bay Trail is that will also support Windows in addition to uh, Android. Like, it's native support. They're building it for those things. That's pretty cool, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it works out, that's great. Even I would consider buying it if it was actually good. Well, it'd have to be. It can't, you can't just buy a process. you got to go no, get to some. No, right. I mean, if it was if actually good, I would go for it. Like the R2 surfaces or whatever. What's you know, actually, next? I don't think so. So, uh, you know, it's funny you mention that. So, oh, those you know, are NVIDIA. Yeah, so they're both NVIDIA-based, or at least the Surface RT is. But they're not calling that one the Surface RT. They're going to just call it the Surface now, going forward. Because apparently RT has been debranded. Well, nobody wants one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know how Dell's going in public, everyone else is going public. Why can't Twitter go public? Uh, I think Dell's going private to see now. Yeah, you know what I said? Going or public. Reverse it. That's Keeping you re- on your toes. I'm sitting. <sighs> Aren't we all? <laughs> I fixed the fan. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um. So no. Um. Twitter has finally begun to look at their initial public offers process. Yes. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. Um, no. Now a lot of people are saying that uh, they're not looking forward to this, and they think it's going to be crappy. No. Now, so one of the things that Twitter said. Not now. They they tweeted obviously that they're going public and beginning the process. Now, some of the some of the people who work at Twitter have said that. They are trying not to repeat the mistakes that Facebook made with their IPO. They made a mistake? Facebook overvalued and didn't launch right. They let too many normal people into it. Now, the difference between Twitter and Facebook is that Facebook is used by everyone, like literally everyone. Twitter, on the other hand, people still don't understand. Like it's too obscure for too many people. Like unless you have a conglomerate of friends that you like to follow that you don't know, there's no sense in using Twitter. Otherwise, you'd be using Facebook already. Like I don't know John Syracuse and Marco and, and John Gruber personally. That's why I follow them on Twitter. But if I did know them personally, I'd follow them on Facebook like friends. See, that's what I like about Google Plus. You can just follow Anyone. Torvald. Yeah, and it did. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. not Torvald. Mm-hmm. Duh. Uh, so I, I think it's great. Now, so do you know what the initial value is being proposed around? What what is their IPO price? I don't know about fifteen twenty billion. Hmm, that's pretty good. So you could either get uh, a Twitter for fifteen to twenty billion, or you buy Dell. You could buy Dell for twenty five. Mm. Well, you know, I think Twitter might be worth more. Really? No, actually, no. Uh. No, you know, I I really don't know what is the value of Dell anymore. I have no idea. It's crazy. They 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 have no news cycle share. They have no market share in products. I know they do some service stuff, but I'm not really well versed in that, so I don't know what their grasp of that is. Um, really, I couldn't suggest anyone to buy um, Dell. I could much, I'd much rather suggest Twitter, but after what they've done with their clients, so you know how they've limited the tokens for clients and stuff. After they did that, and their 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 um, game Ending tweet lanes and, and their stuff. their game breaking uh, API changes, I really don't know what to make of Twitter either. So it's a hard market all around. Yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of hard markets, though, 
something that will change your life forever. And it came out this week. It is the new LTE Nexus 7. It is finally out. So usually to get an LTE device, you have to wait a few weeks longer so you can get certifications and stuff. Because Wi-Fi is easy, but to get it to work for all the carriers, you know, you need to get them to work with you. Well, the new Nexus 7 is available for you, and you can buy it in one to two business days with only $349, or the price of one Nexus 5. Mm. Yeah. Now, uh, if you want to wait, though, there's a special offer coming from T-Mobile stores next month. Uh, if you do that, you'll also get a free SIM card. That's a... Uh, Big enticement, isn't it? Huge enticement. Not really. Like, I've enticed. I'm not. Now, I would also like to point out that the Nexus 7 here, the LT version, will be supporting GSM, HSPA, which is kind of like the 4G on GSM, and LTE on AT&T and T-Mobile, and it'll support LTE on Verizon, but there is no 3G support for Verizon because they use CDMA. So it's kind of cool, actually, that you can go to Verizon and just use your tablet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know Opera. Everyone uh, loves Opera. Yeah. I love Opera. You know, a few, we all love you Opera. know, a few months ago they changed over to that uh, new, new Chromium thing. Chromium deal. Yeah. I just loved how they announced it. We got a million followers. The, all of you loved Presto, and because we got so many of our dedicated fans, we want to reward them by going to Chromium. Yep. Be eight man. It's great. Blink. Yeah. Ah, uh, so do you know what's better than that? Uh, a WebKit. Everyone loves the WebKit, especially people with iPads and have iOS. And yeah, well, else. I think they have to use WebKit well, in that case. safari Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but no, in the iOS store coming right now in the is a free app. You can get Opera. No, but what is it called? It's not Opera. That would be too easy. What is it called? Oh, do you, do you want to know what it's called? I do know, want to know what it's called. What did I say? It's Opera. No, it's not Opera. Coast. Coast? Like, as in coast? Coast. Like, West Coast? Coast. Well, um, how about if I play a video? Would you Would you like that? I'd like that. But, uh, yeah. So I proposed the idea to, to the president of engineering. He asked me how we could do it. He allowed me to pick the best engineers and the best designers at Opera to start building this product. Hi, I'm Hype Kleinout from uh, Opera Software, and I'm heading the Coast team. We wanted to build like this perfect browser for tablets. The browser as it is today, it's it's so much remainings of, of old technology. The back button, the forward button, the address field, and security button. It's all the same as it was 20 years ago. And that, that felt wrong. It, and we wanted to build it for those people that use the tablets and how they use their tablets, which is when they're, when they're on the couch, sitting, watching TV, waiting somewhere. This is Coast. The browser from the ground up designed for your tablets. Internet sites have become rich and they're like applications and and the browser should support them. It should show them as applications and not just simple documents. I think we can do that at Opera. We, at Opera we can make this shit happen. <laughs> it's a new experience. These tablets are like what I call the sweet spot of personal computing. You, they are powerful enough so that you can do almost anything with them and, and still they're very portable. You can take them everywhere. And now we have an experience which is, which is Coast, which is uh, perfect for your, for your tablets, which is it's a full touch interface. It's built for tablets and can get it for free in the App Store. Thoughts? It's quite a voice. You know, I, I think it's interesting that their their big thing here is that it's built for tablets. And the big thing about it being built ground up and still has, you know... WebKit. Yeah. Uh, being ground, built ground and, up would have had Presto. No, and but yeah. but they have no choice if they want to launch on iOS, which obviously that they do. Uh, they have no choice but to use WebKit because uh, Apple doesn't allow any other uh, browser interpreter. And do you saw the um, snapshot? So I, all their demos involved Dig, and I was angry. Why? Because you abandoned them? No, I, I don't mind Dig at all. I just thought that was a, an unfortunate thing. They should have showed Gmail. They should have showed YouTube. They should have showed Google+. Plus. They should have showed all the typical sites that you go to. They do. Like, if you look at the still picture, there's Google+, and uh, this still picture Gmail, right here? and this, YouTube, the this, top row. I, I understand. I see the buttons, but I don't see them actually using the websites. And that would illuminate the fact that there is no significant difference in using this versus WebKit, I mean, in Safari. 
Like there's no actual difference. And so I think in order for them to illuminate what the point of this whole scheme is, they have to go to Android and they have to actually make differences happen. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how much they can do that, of course, because they, they really can't. Um, you know, it, it'd, it'd be one thing to have like new zooming technology in your in your browser. You know, when you just double tap on a paragraph in iOS mm-hmm. in browser, it'll zoom in to the width of that paragraph. Like that's great, but if there's new technology to go along with that, that's innovative. That's interesting. But what they're doing here was just a UI scan. Not that exciting. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's time to tell you something that you always wanted. You know, normally we don't talk about games or gaming consoles, but I feel like this week you've always wanted a PS Vita. I have. Would you like a PS Vita that's 20% thinner and 15% lighter? Mm, Would you like that? No, it was pretty thin before. But I think you wanted it even thinner. I guess I did. Now, would you like it with an LCD screen as opposed to the OLED screen? My OLEDs is where I'm at. That's that's where I'm at, too, so I don't really know what's going on here. Would you like it at six hours of battery life versus five hours of battery life? I think it's two hours better than a DS. Now, what color would you like? Maybe a white, blue, a black, a yellow, black. an oink, or a green? Green's pretty good. You didn't comment on the oink? No, I didn't oink it. I misspelled pink. <laughs> okay. Oink. Well, I'm introducing you to the new PS Vita. It is now redesigned in no way possible. There's a video involved, but I'm not going to play it because there's no real point. Now, we don't know when it's going to come out here in the United States. However, it is coming out on October 10th in Japan, which is coincidentally two days before, I believe, the global launch of Pokemon X and Y. Um, I think it's interesting that they're that they're releasing a new PS Vita. I always wondered about the PS Vita line and how they were going to handle updates to it along the lines. Um, the most interesting aspect of this is, of course, the LCD screen. Why do you think they did that? I don't know. Um, Obviously, it's a cost cut, but it's really weird. What, what the things were always supposed to be the best screens ever, like when they first launched all those years ago. Well, so now... the Vita is only two years old, as far as I know. Oh, I'm thinking of PlayStation Portable. I know because they're, they're, they're the same. Aren't they, they are. Yeah, they, they haven't changed. No, you know, I mean, it just looks like a smaller Wii U gamepad. Correct. Except for it's a little rounder. It's probably better than the gamepad too. I must say. I don't know, but the same kind of joystick. Same. Oh everything. yeah, it's it's. The, I, I mean, it reminds me of a gamepad you know, when I look it, at the white it, model. You know, honestly, that's probably where they copied it from. <laughs> Wait, Nintendo copying them or? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I tried to look up the the changes here, and it doesn't say it doesn't say how much it'll cost. If it's a reduced price or not. I assume it is. It has to be. Because how many do they sell this century? <sighs> I don't have the numbers for that. I, I might actually. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I So units sold 2.2 million as of June 2012. So now, like... How many RCs sold? What's more popular? What? Windows tablets or Vitas? We don't know how many sold. Mm. But we know how many were left over. <laughs> how sad. <sighs> I don't know. Um, both are a rare sight to see in the world. That's what they all say. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, so do you remember last week when we said that Amazon was totally coming out with a phone soon and they were totally that it was going to be free? Be free? Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember how we were hyping that and talking about it? Like, I how could they possibly do that? Obviously, with bundling with Prime. Yeah, but turns out that they say that they and they buy Amazon. You mean? Yeah, Amazon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like straight from the horse's mouth. Wow. Or book. Um, either way, they said that they would not be making a phone this year. And even if they did, they weren't going to give it away to anyone. You'd have to buy it. Wow. Like a normal person. So it wouldn't be free, huh? wouldn't be free, but it'd probably be insanely cheap. So what they're saying is that it's going to be bundled with Prime. That's the only way to read that. How? It's not free, but yeah. it's free if you buy Prime because it's bundled with Prime. But it wouldn't be free. It's free with Prime. It's not free. It's with Prime. Mm, I feel like they would just say it was free I, I when f- you have Prime. I, it's different. Mm, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, you're right. It's It's not at all different. Well, what if you had Google Plus? And what if you wanted your pictures to look different? What would you do? Would you edit them before you uploaded to Google Plus? But what if you have a crappy phone and can't edit on the phone? Well, now you can just upload your pictures to Google Plus like normal, have the AutoSync backup do it, or just do it by, uh, you know, just uh, do it by hand. And then you can use this new fancy pants thing called Snapseed. It's actually not new. It's not really that fancy. It's kind of like an expanded version of Instagram. You can do a lot more with it, but it's a little bit more complicated. Um... It's much more fine grain control. 
But now some of those new fancy features are now available on the website version of Google+. So, for example, you wanted your pictures to look old and, you know, retro, you can just do that with a click of a button right in Google+. Nice. Yep. Uh, that came out this week. It's really cool, actually. I, I was tinkering with it with a picture of the dog, and, and you know, it's pretty pretty nice, actually. Um, this this replaces some of the features. Um, I don't know if you've ever used the Google Plus Image Editor, but uh, it, it was always a little slow, which was okay, but it couldn't do that much, so it was always kind of weird. Um, they, they had the auto-enhance feature, but before that, they had the fine-tune feature, so you could change the white balance and the dark and hues and stuff automatically. But now this adds to some of those and makes it a little bit more interesting. That's uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know AMD. I understand their plight. You do? Yeah. Why? They make no money. They make no products. and uh, Nobody likes them anymore. Everyone likes them. Well, let me think about that. Nope. Apple loves them. Where they is the evidence? Mac Pros. Okay, fine. They love two of the most expensive and incredible And they GPUs. made a triangle out of them. Yeah, well. No, only no. they can make no, a triangle. No, they only made two legs of a triangle with them. Well, they... Papa Newton did it somewhere else. Okay. Either way, so um, I know nothing about the stock market, but allegedly there's a Standards and Poor's 500 index. Yes, it's 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 a stock market index. So what that means is it's 500 stocks that are going a list, and then they take a total, and the total reflects how well the stock market is doing. Yeah, and when a company's not doing well, it gets pulled off that list. Like AMD just got cut from. Oh, how sad. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know what threshold you need to be not doing well at enough to to get cut from the standard pours S and P, and that's really bad. I mean, if it's measuring the health, I mean, why not keep measuring it? Well, but so that makes the whole thing go down, like exactly. So it's not actually measuring the health of the stock market; it's picking five hundred good ones. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't. Like I said earlier, I don't know anything about the stock market. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it sounds no, like crap. So I don't know enough about this either. I even did some research into this, and I still don't understand. Um, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's just crazy. But um, so uh, you know HP. I do know HP. What can you tell me about that? Well, speaking of HP and AMD, you know AMD got pulled off the stock market, at least in S and P or S and P. And well, HP kind of did the same thing, but not in the same place. The Dow Jones Industrial average this week has also decided to drop HP among a few other companies like Bank of America and uh, Ecola. And I didn't think HP was doing this badly, but, you know, in retrospect, I don't really blame them. They're not doing that well. Their printers are great. Now, um, replacing HP will be at least Visa, Goldman uh, Sachs, which is weird because they're a bank. I don't know how it works. And at least and or Nike. So, uh Nike. I, it's kind of weird that, that Visa wasn't already in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. However, I don't really know how they're industrial, so maybe that's why they weren't there originally. You know, I, I don't know. I don't do stocks. I, I kind of want to take a class on it, actually. It's very interesting, and I'd like to know more. Yeah, I mean, you'd love to be able to screw over your neighbor, right? Okay, we'll go with that. Well, stock markets, all these other things, find out where to throw the money. As you were. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Seagate. Seagate, I haven't heard the, from them the, in a long time. Uh, they make all their hard drives in Minnesota. Richfield? Richfield, uh, yeah, uh, Richfield, Minnesota. Oh, I thought that all was of them made there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, auto runs in two, like, come preloaded on the disc. You know it. Yeah, but for Serial, um, they've announced that they're coming up with a new line of hard drives, and they're going to be five terabytes each. Five terabytes? Coming in 2014. Wow. And they achieved this by using some single magnetic recording. Did I say single? I am so sorry I can't type. Yeah. There you go. Can you repeat that? Shingled magnetic <sighs> recording. Yeah, you're right. Um, so it's cool. It's new. And I remember when when I bought my computer two years ago, I couldn't. I had to get like double BIOS things to get three terabytes. Yeah, I remember that. So, so I think a lot of people are going to buy this and be broken. So do you know how this new technology works and at all? No, that's why I'm turning it over to the CSI major. So uh, uh, this would be a computer engineering, so I don't have a clue. But I can give you a brief overview. Uh, for more, though, uh, however, you should, and, and you must, in fact, turn over to Andrew Bailey on the control structure. I'm not sure what the most recent episode number was. I believe 43? 43. Uh, listen to that episode, and you can get a very defined uh, method for how this works. But basically, in a spinning hard drive, there's a bunch of tracks. And so, you know, it's this big spiral, right? Yeah. Well, reading takes a very small track size. So, like, imagine just, like, you know, 
uh, uh, defined width. Mm-hmm. Well, writing takes two of those defined widths. So it, it takes more space to write something than to read something. It's just how it is. You need a wider laser to write than you need it to read. Um, so what they're doing is because reading all, always takes a small laser and writing always takes a big laser, they're going to write over part of where you needed to read previously. So imagine the standard width. Imagine two standard widths for writing. They're going to overlap where they've written like like a little bit so that they have more space. So it's really increasing the density of the data on the disk by overwriting previously written stuff in some marginal degree. Uh, and it's really cool. Now, this does provide one drawback, though, and that is if, for example, you're using it for regular files, so, you know, standard files that you have to rewrite over and over again. Well, what you have to do, though, is then, in order to write a new part of data in an existing place, you have to read back the old data, kill it all, and then rewrite the new stuff with the old stuff because things are overlaid, and and that, that causes some uh, overhead. But if it has enough memory, presumably it won't be a big deal. Yeah, do you know how much memory they... Written? No, I don't think they've said yet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's probably going to be 64 gig cache, or meg cache, maybe 128 meg cache. Just put some cache in there. It should be fine. Just enough to store whatever's previously overwritten. Now, even if this is only used for backups, this is a great deal. Increasing density is wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's great. And, I don't know, it looks like it'll be something cool. Yeah, so, again, if you want a better implementation for how this works... Listen to Andrew Bailey's show or read Tech, and then one of the two will help you. I can't do that justice. It's too hard. I remember in my class um, a couple years ago, we talked about how disks work, and it's like, oh, gosh, I hate this crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for the first time ever, somebody has done something cool with a Raspberry Pi, and, you know, this never happens. Now, I, I, I haven't read this personally because I, I can't read things about the Raspberry Pi. I'm physically unable to. However, Justin Cooper has written an in-depth article describing how to turn your Raspberry Pi to a wireless access point. Now, that could be cool on its own, but it's better because you know what it does? It saves your life by how? blocking ads. It blocks ads already? It blocks ads intuitively. Now, I don't know by what method it does this, but it sounds incredible. And it is, and it could be yours if you already own a Pi and have a Wi-Fi dongle for it. Wi-Fi dongle. Get a dongle, get a thing. So what's what's the Pi these days? Forty bucks. I believe it's thirty-five dollars on some website. We don't do Amazon. Forty on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon it, and then you get a little dongle. Then you get some other things. That's still cheaper than a lot of wireless routers. Yeah, definitely. Um, and keep in mind, this is just a crappy USB dongle. So when it comes over. It's uh, not going to be the fanciest. Um, it's still pretty good, though. I mean, if you can just like set it up for your like your terrible mother that comes over and doesn't understand that ads are the devil. And... So, like, pretty much everyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, that's just way, because naturally all your devices have ad block already. So, yes, they do. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's one cool uh, story for you. But uh, here's another one that you just shot up to the... Uh... Did you see what you did to the docs? No, what I do? Yeah, um, I'll let what? you fix that later. What happened? So either way, Google, um, they have a cool project for the... Yep, you found it. I tried to fix the word Google. Yeah, and you Bro. shot it off to the next bulletin. Apparently. Um, so Pi is a cheap computer that everyone... Like, they don't think that's a financial constraint for anyone to get. No, it's 40 bucks. It's cheap. It's like a Chromecast. Yeah, well, in, in the computer field, that is amazing. So It's like free. Yeah, so if you had an existing computer and you have Windows, you know how it's hard to get, like, PHP crap and all the other things to start working. It's non-trivial. It's like, it's not hard, but it's not trivial. Yeah, because, I mean, we all have little LAMP servers running everywhere. Like, I don't even do web dev, but I'm like, yeah, go But we're all experts here. Uh, Allegedly. Um, You are, at least. I remember putzing with it in ninth grade. Either way, so um, Coder is their name for this OS that runs on the Raspberry Pi, and it is basically their way of saying have a LAMP server without the word LAMP in it. So do we know if it runs PHP, or like what does it run? Does it run everything. Cool? Run everything? Python, Every, Ruby, no, PHP? No, no Python, no oh. Ruby. But so everything, not everything. It's not, everything you'd expect from a, a host you could actually afford. I can run Python and Ruby on my server. No, I mean like from one in one, like any any hosting service you can find. Yes, on one in one, I can run both Python and Ruby. Really? Yes, I just never do because I I don't know how to code in either of those. Mm. Um, but either way, um, it's cool. And so they're like, this is the best way. Like we have a video to play, uh, but the video doesn't 
address a few things, which we'll discuss Yeah, after. I was just looking to see if it supported any other languages, but it, it doesn't appear to. Oh, it supports your CSS, your HTML, and your JavaScript. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not good enough. It should support uh, at least some server-side language. Yeah, you can do quite a bit with that, because I hear lots of people have it for little crappy web servers with PHP. Like, even if they wanted to keep people in that JavaScript ecosystem, you could have at least installed Node, but oh well. I mean, does it, is it support Dart? No. Oh, no, no Dart. Okay, well, I'm going to play the video, and we'll see what happens. These days, knowing how to code is like having a superpower. You can make almost anything you can dream up. But there still isn't a simple place for new coders to get started building cool, real stuff for the web. Maybe you've heard about Raspberry Pi. It's a little machine that helps teach kids how computers work. We got to thinking, Raspberry Pi could be great for teaching how the web works, too. So we built something for Raspberry Pi called Coder. Download it, put it on an SD card, plug it in, and it turns your Raspberry Pi into a simple place to write code and a mini web server to run it on. Everything you need to get started making real web things using the real languages of the web. It's also a simple, cheap way to get a server into a safe learning environment, like a classroom or living room. Coder is open source because we know there are tons of different ways of teaching and learning, so everyone, including you, can help make it better. This is just the beginning, a little download for everyone to get started. So I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um... You know, it does what it says it does. I, I think that it's interesting to position it as a little server for classrooms. I think that's a really cute idea. I mean, what classroom can't get one? None. I mean, because... You know, for, so for, so I, we went to a public high school, and we had a computer teacher who had a Mac Pro running the school's website. And he really didn't, he, you know, he knew how to set up the web server, but he didn't know, like, PHP, he didn't know Apache, he didn't know MySQL. So he couldn't really do anything with it that involves actual things. So if he wanted to teach his class how to write JavaScript and CSS and put it on a real server instead of running it locally, you know, Raspberry Pi would be kind of cool for that, like an intro class. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's simple enough for people who know what they're doing that so they don't have to worry about all the hard stuff. And it's interesting enough for people who don't know anything yet to learn it. Yeah, and I always think things are cooler when you can see the PCBs and stuff. Like, oh, right. When kids, everything's kids in are case, fascinated. Like, like, LEDs used to turn me on, but now just seeing the motherboards just do that. Um, and I've always liked the PCB. Like, you just have a little thing right there. And I don't know, I, 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 if I was a little kid, I would be like, cool i want to hug it and yeah so i don't know it's cool and uh it's, it's nice to see these little projects coming up for the pie well i think it's great that google's the one who's leading this too yeah and so do you know how they said so who's going to teach the kids how to code you know like, you, you, i was hoping that it would come with a bunch with of some kind of project you know, like w3 schools like yeah just some something to actually do with it but no, no you no, don't get that no it does not appear that there's any direction yet now that might come later obviously this is this initial release so maybe that'll come um on the other hand if they don't do that it doesn't really become much more than a big js fiddle that has hardware backed by it that's fine well what i'm saying is that there's no reason to use it unless they come with tutorials like from google or you know certified technicians like who somebody who's involved with the project i don't know yeah well yeah. we'll see what happens well so you know uh we had a big event on what was that tuesday and that was of course the apple iphone event for 2013 hopefully there's only one iphone event this year because otherwise i'll have to change the title so uh brian mitchell you know him i don't know if you've met him in person but you you've, you've heard of him i was in uh, a couple classes with him. good so you, you know about him so we did a great show uh you can listen to that at the uh TheNexus.tv slash NS25. You can listen to that, and it's great. It's wonderful. Did, how, what did you think? Was it wonderful? The show? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you think about great. that? No, I was uh, zoning out. I was thinking about pizza. I know it. Well, uh, you can you can uh, listen to that. Now, there were, are some updates uh, about the event. And so, of course, just like we always have, an event comes and then goes. And then we get a bunch of flooded news right after, because nobody knows how to tell the whole story at a single event. So... One of the things that uh, Apple announced was Touch ID, and Touch ID is their new fingerprint sensing software. So you, you put your finger on the home button, and it tells who you are based on your fingerprint. Mm -hmm. Well, Touch ID is, um, as, as mentioned at the event, it is stored inside of the chip, so the A7 chip, in some internal memory. And so no app has access to that um, 
data of your fingerprint in any way any at any time so apps can't even authenticate with the fingerprint system yet which is unfortunate i think because there are a lot of apps that would be really cool to do that with now one of the things that we didn't know is how touch id works elsewhere so one of the things that you have to do and we didn't know at the time is that you have to set up a passcode when you set up your phone for the first time Makes sense. Um, so when you set up your phone, you have to set a passcode. Google, tell, or Google, uh, Apple will tell you if it's secure or not, but it has to be a certain length and a certain, you know, random kind of thing. You know, you could write it down, you could do whatever, uh, but you do get to pick it. Embroider in the back. That'd be really funny Engraver. to in, engrave it right on the back. That'd be great. Um, so one of the reasons they, they demand that you do this is that sometimes the sensor will fail or just misread you. Uh, and there's no way around that. You're human. Your finger might be wet. You might have a cut. You know, something might happen. Yeah. So you might have to enter the code by hand. Now, if the sensor fails, you enter the password code, and that's fine. Now, in addition to that, if your phone has been restarted since the last time it's been unlocked with the fingerprint, yeah. you must enter the passcode. So if you restart your phone, you must enter the passcode. Can't unlock by fingerprint after the restart. And that's just to reauthenticate you as the person. I don't know why. That's just how it works. In addition to that, if you have not unlocked the phone in any way, fingerprint or passcode, in 48 hours, you must, again, re-enter the passcode. So they're, they're taking the security of this really seriously, and I, I really like that. I think it's great. Now, in addition to that, with iOS 7, they also have the I, uh, you know Apple account lockout thing. So when you set up your device for the first time, you sign in with your Apple account. Mm-hmm. And even if the device is wiped in the future... Unless you enter the same credentials, the device will not reactivate for someone else. So, for example, nice. so if your iPad's stolen, it won't be useful for resale afterwards. Like, there's no way to do it. Um, you know, except, I love that feature. Except for maybe taking the flash memory, which is impossible. And it's stored right on the chip or something. Or? It, so I, we don't know where that stuff is stored on the chip or where uh, in you know the internals. But Touch ID is stored separately in the chip, and presumably this, um, you know, credential information for it's not going to be serviceable. So no, there's no way somebody can, you know, safe, safely, 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 safely take it out. So that's great. Yeah, not even the NSA. Probably not. Oh, and that's actually one of the things. So because it's stored on the chip, it was also not transmission transmitted to any server or to iCloud. So if your phone is reset. They can't even get the fingerprint data out of the phone, and not even the NSA. Um, if it's wiped, it's just gone. You have to set it up again. Which is great. Yeah. Um, one of the things I asked Brian Mitchell and that we didn't know at the time was if the new iPhone's fingerprint sensor could support multiple people. So let's say that you were married and you had a significant other and you wanted them to let you use your phone, or you had kids and you wanted them to use your phone. Makes sense. You can you can register multiple fingers. You can register multiple fingers, but I wondered if there would be like some way they could tell it was from a different person, and it can't. You can just register multiple fingers because oh, like they do it by the fingerprint patterns. Is right. What they do right. Like my I, thumb is a loop, and my exact. index finger is an arch. Right. So so um, they suggest doing these fingers, so index fingers and thumbs. Okay. Uh, and then whatever other finger you want. So, more than one finger. Yes. Minimum. So they, but they, there is a limit at five, though. Where am I going to find room for the six? So I, I don't know why they picked five. Like there shouldn't be that much storage. <laughs> why did they pick five? Oh my gosh! I never thought of that. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Matt just held up, held up his hand and showed me that five fingers on a hand. I get it now. Wow, that was uh, pretty funny. So, one of the new colors introduced with the f- f- uh, 5S series is that a space gray-black color is available. Or rather, it has replaced a black. So, instead of the dark slate color that I really enjoyed on the on the iPhone 5, and Brian Mitchell, of course, had that, and he showed it to me again, which I loved, uh, space gray is in now. And space gray is much lighter gray. It's almost like aluminum color, like aluminum's natural color. It doesn't look nearly as nice next to the black glass rim and the chamfered edge um but what wasn't mentioned during the keynote is space gray is now available for the ipod touch ipod nano and ipod shuffle so if you really like the space gray theme you can now buy that elsewhere yeah now they didn't also mention this at the iphone keynote probably because it has nothing to do with the iphone but 
OS 10.8.5 just came out with Wi-Fi fixes for the previously released MacBook Airs, better transfers over Internet and or Ethernet, and overall stability of the system. So if you uh, want to get that, you might want to go and do that before the uh, 10.9 update in just a few weeks. Now, September 11th was earlier this week. You might have heard about that. I did indeed. Uh, and among the other events at the Freedom Tower Plaza in New York, uh, Apple has uh, announced that they have finalized a plan for a retail store in the shopping mall near or under the Freedom Tower. So this, I hope, will look very much like the Grand Central Station um, Apple Store, which is absolutely beautiful. So hopefully that goes well. Yeah. Finally, the iPhone 5C went on sale earlier today. Or not for sale. I went for pre-order. The iPhone 5C. You heard about the 5C, right? Yeah. That's the colorful one, the colorful line. Well, if that goes for pre-order, normally when an iPhone goes for pre-order, they all sell out within hours. Do you know how many phones sold out within hours today? Well, so how many are there, first of all? That's one thing we have to establish. Well, we don't know, but... No, no, different kinds. That oh, can oh, sell out. Oh, okay, so there's... It's not just the 5C. There's there's white, there's blue, pink, red. Not a wink. Not oink. And did I say white? Yeah. There's five. There's five colors. There's five. And there's three models of of, of, of four of five S, but those aren't for pre order. Yeah. So there's only five colored models, the five C, and there's two so, sizes. There's a ninety nine dollar sixteen and a one ninety nine dollar thirty two gig. So there's two so sizes. So the sixteens are gonna sell first, and I'm guessing the popular colors will sell out first, and then I'm guessing they've still got a few. So 32s. what what is the popular color? I'd think the white. So I would say the white, too. I agree with you. The white 16 gig has to have sold out already. But it didn't. The model that sold out first, and the only model that we have confirmation of sellout, is the 16 gigabyte yellow model. Did they make 10 of them? I don't know. Hmm. But that sounds reasonable. I mean, who would want a mustard yellow iPhone? One that's uh, somebody who unapologetically spills mustard on their phone all the time. Well, then. Um, No. No. No, no, just, but, just no. No, I mean, I would never buy one. I would shame whoever did get one. Yeah, that's I'd insane. get a yellow Moto X because it looks good in yellow. It might actually look good if you did but the right rim, like an orange iPhone, rim. iPhone, not no. so much. Yeah, I, I, it's a very strange thing. And so, you know, the iPhones um, are in store next week on the twentieth. I think you'll be back by then, so hopefully, I won't be uh, looking at them. Um, I might go down to my local University of Minnesota Apple store and and peek at one because I kind of want to hold the, the the new one. Um. And uh, if, if you haven't pre-ordered your 5C, there's plenty of time to do so because apparently they're not selling out. Now, I don't know if you heard about this, but the 5S is not available for pre-order. You have to go to a store this year to buy it if you want it. Yeah, I'll hear more about that when Segway Guy takes his Segways to go get one. Oh, you're right, of course. It's funny they don't just send it to him. Well, you remember what he did last time? Yeah, like, bought, uh, bought two, one for each hand. He, 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 they limit the pre-order to two, yeah. and he wanted to get one for his wife because she wouldn't shut up or something. Yeah. So he had to go get one. Yes, of course. Um, and so uh, I think that's interesting. The whole iPhone thing will be more fun for us here at the Nexus when Matt can get his uh, iOS update to iOS 7 on his iPad. So hopefully next week we'll get to talk about a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm withholding my plugs until next week because i want some more time with it yeah and it, you guys got to tune in next week for yeah you got you got to tune in next week for that now do we have a sponsor no oh darn i wish we had a sponsor yeah this could have been one of the best shows ever if we only had a sponsor you know as soon as we get a sponsor our lives are better i know do we have any topics so I got something I shoved in there, but it doesn't actually belong. No, I don't. I think I think um, I think we're good. Uh, the main topic for this week was the Big Apple event, not eclipsing the news of everybody else. Yeah, Google still did stuff this week. Uh, it's not just Google. Microsoft too. Microsoft is always even Dell had news this week. It's an accomplishment. Yeah, it is. They never get anything done. Yeah. Well, I think you wanted to tell me about something happening for the very first time. So we all know what things that happened. For the last time, seven times over. Final Fantasy This is 10. the first time ever that I have read an article where the headline was not something leaving, but the Voyager entering interstellar space. <laughs> so, I don't know if you've heard about this, but we've commented here on the Nexus so many times. And on the universe, because that was so long ago that it actually got into a universe. Yes, so on one of the original universe episodes, we talked about Voyager leaving for the first time ever. Yeah, I think it was February of last year. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what is the news this week? It's finally 
entered interstellar space. According to NASA. Yeah. So one of the things NASA was waiting for was uh, NASA wanted to make sure that the, the way they de- determine where the heliopause is and isn't is uh, based on the magnetic field's orientation. And so people believed that the field should obviously change outside of the sun's field of orientation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but people thought, well, what if the whole galaxy just happens to share the same orientation as our sun? That'd be uh, pretty universal. That'd be pretty impressive. Well, uh, somehow NASA detected a change, and we're all happy and good. And finally, the bloody thing, the bloody Voyager, has finally made it out of our heliosphere. It only took 30 years. <sighs> I can breathe easy now. Yeah. When do you think it's going to come back? Uh, it has to loop around a couple times, so it might be a while. Mm, I'll uh, keep the clock going. Keeping the clock going? Keep yeah, I mean, you said 300 years, so I don't think it's going to be that soon. Well, I'm sure they won't even get a signal by then. And what, what's it powered by? Some nuke? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's not solar, is it? I, I have no idea. It must be solar, actually. No, I, you know, I just don't they know. They had solar 30 years ago? Mm, Man, probably. I don't know. Probably was sucky solar. Man. Yeah, uh, sucky solar. Well, probably. Th- well, things are optimized in space, I hear. You hear that? Yeah, like primo content gets shot up, not lame Chinese mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, uh, that's all the uh, news we have for this week, right? Is that yeah, true? Um, that is very true, and I think I accidentally bumped the button. Oh, you bumped the button? Yeah, I bumped well, the button. I guess in, in honor of that, I have to ask you, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at MatthewPutchell.com, but I won't be checking my email or my website or anything because I won't be out of town. Where are you going to be? Oh, I'm killing deer. Oh, and so. maybe fishing, too. Can, uh, can you, you live-tweet your kill? I, I don't know if I'll even take a picture of it. Darn. I'll bring the skull back if I get one. Okay, that's fine. Um, Make sure it's clean first. Oh, yeah, no, I plan to clean bleach it. Bleach it or something. I'll uh, double Clorox bleach it Oxycontin style. Thank you. Um, and, of course, you can find me, Ryan Rapper, said just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryan Amar, and, of course, on the Google+, Plus, which is where a lot of the links for this episode were actually posted earlier this week. So if you'd like to read my ideas and things that I'm going to talk about on the show, or maybe even give me some insight onto what you think, post there and read there. It's wonderful. So, uh, any plans for next week other than the uh, deer trap? iOS, work, and um, I don't know. I, if I do get back with a kill, we got to have steak. I don't eat steak, so I don't know about that. We'll see. you got to watch Sam eat it because I don't okay, eat steak that, that, either. That's fine. I can do that. And I don't have any ground beef preset aside for this preset. this uh, weird unholy merger I planned. Wow. I mean, the half the half beef, half deer is going to be something I think the FDA is going to love to read about in the obituary. <laughs> I think they will enjoy that, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know of any uh, big tech things coming up next week, so I hope there's a big surprise for us later. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's it. Have a good one. Have a good one. Excuse me, sir. I would like to buy some twenty-two long rim rifle ammo ammunition. Come back an hour ago. D- oh my gosh, it was insane. And then the guy was like, "What?" And then the guy repeats himself, and it's like, "Come back an hour ago." And it's like, and he was still confused, and and he, I could see the battery and the assault just happening to his soul and body and mind. And it's like, man, that guy, that's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, that is pretty crazy. I wasn't a big fan of that, personally.